Welcome to Free Talk. This is Aya. On today's episode, we're talking about a few things happening in the world today. Join in on the conversation everywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe to Free Talk. We'd love to hear from you on the subjects we're talking about today and hope you'll share your opinion. Interact with us and follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca and on Facebook at aya.chani.315. We'll start with immunity passports. An immunity passport could prove that a person has been vaccinated and they will be given or might be given the freedom to gather in public places and travel. So some governments have suggested that the detection of antibodies, the viruses and everything serve as a basis for an immunity passport or they call it a risk-free certificate. This will, again, allow people to travel and return to work, assuming that they are protected against reinfection of any kind. Currently, there's no evidence that people who have recovered from COVID-19 have the antibodies to protect them in case any other infection occurs. But basically, this passport is... Like when you were young and you had your, you know, um, injection, your your shots and everything on a, on a, I don't know, paper. It's a book, sorry. And it proves that you got your tetanus, your, you know, hepatitis B, whatever, whatever. So they want to do that same thing for COVID-19, but on a grander scale. But I think all this thing is bullshock. Because for a virus that is really, again less dangerous than all the other virus that has broken in the past, Spanish flu, which kills in in a matter of a week, not even in a matter of just days. They never did that. Why didn't they do that to in Africa? Ebola that when you have in within three days, when you get Ebola, you die. You bleed, melt inside like somebody, like you have drink acid. Those things are very, very dangerous virus. And never have they ever done that. So my question is, why this particular virus that you can actually really recover, you don't even need no nothing. How many people that has really recovered from this virus? A lot of people have recovered from this virus. It is unimaginable of people have recovered from this virus. Ebola, nobody, once you get Ebola, nobody recover. There's nothing. Once you declare that you have Ebola, within three days, you die. But that's why this passport would not work for Ebola, because you're going to die in three days, right? Yeah, but if the, this, if you do recover from the virus, from this virus, COVID-19, then why do we need a passport if you recover yourself? Control. When, when I get a flu, did I need a passport to tell them that I did get a flu? No, 
why I get recover from it. And even if you don't get recover and you die from it, as you say, you don't need a passport, you die, right? You're gone. But anybody that do get this, you know, this uh, COVID-19 and that they do not die, they recover from it. So why do I need a passport for that? Control. Exactly. So this, this brings me to my conclusion. This vaccine, it's not for COVID-19. It is for people who are not, again, I'm gonna say who are not awake to get this vaccine so they can control you. Because once you get this vaccine, you became like a, a lab rat. Human being has been existed and has been surviving and has went through 10 times worse than this and they have survived it and they're still surviving it. So this little thing is not what's going to erase human being. It's a human being that are gonna erase themselves. Now let's talk about the new outbreaks in 2021. There are many, I'm only listing a few. Human infection with avian influenza A, H5N8 from the Russian Federation, February 26, 2021. Then there's the Ebola virus disease from Guinea. Guinea, Guinea. Guinea, yep. 17th of February, 2021. Rift Valley Fever, Kenya, 12th of February, 2021. Ebola virus disease, Democrat Republic of Congo, uh, the 10th of February, 2021. And the earliest was the influenza A, H3N2, the United States of America, 5th of February, 2021. I don't know if you guys have ever heard Bill Gates and Melinda Gates when they have interview and actually Bill Gates said that right now we have entered into the era of pandemics. He put an S at the end. We have entered in a time where pandemics gonna happen and continue to happen. And talking about, as you said, the outbreak, I remember, I think almost about the end of 2020, can remember what's somewhere in the Middle East. The name is a little bit complicated, the country. I think it's Kazakhstan or something like that. Same thing. There were an outbreak, black swine, I think they call it, the black death. It was really, it's a virus that came in the back in the days that really kills a lot of people. It did actually happen in the Middle East, and apparently it killed about 60,000 people. But most of people did not heard about it because the media did not you know, talk about it. So yeah, I'm not really surprised about all these outbreaks. Me, as he said, and I 100% I believe him because he said it's going to happen. And if these things were really made by man-made, so whatever they say is going to happen, mean that they're going to produce it. Ebola, it's Africa site. Ebola never travel in a plane. <laughs> Ebola has chose Africa for somehow to stay in Africa. 
for so many things. Ebola is so easy to contain, con you know, for people to really have it and never travel outside of Africa. I wonder so why. I wonder exactly. I wonder why. My conclusion is like, these people know what they're doing. Mm. They know exactly what they're doing. Look, if human beings want to erase themselves, and they already said it, human is about to extinct. That's what they said. We are in a point of extinction. So if they want us to go, well, hey, if I'm about to go um, today, if God decided we're going today, well, we're going in the same boat. Let's go. <laughs> they have each place, each country or each continent, what you know, virus that they want to give to each country or each continent. So just be prepared that there's a lot to come. There are five outbreaks alone in the month of February. Like I said, there are more, but just those five outbreaks has happened. Like you said, some in Africa, one in the States, Russia. And these are not being highlighted, blown up, looking for solutions or anything. Maybe within the countries, hopefully, they are finding solutions. But I think what I feel is that there could be outbreaks everywhere, depending on, you know, the variants. But I feel like all of the things that we got has now been cured or replaced by COVID. COVID is a serious virus. I believe that. But I just, I'm, I'm kind of worried that it can be, it can replace things that, that we used to have, honestly, things that are normal. If you have a flu, the symptoms are close to the same thing as COVID-19. If you have a common cold, you know, the, the symptoms are very similar. So obviously we hope because doctors, nurses, they all take an oath saying that they will tell the truth, they will make sure and help people. But it's just that I feel even if you have the common cold or the flu in the world we're living in today, you're perhaps going to be diagnosed as having COVID. And that's what's troublesome because, yes, there are some specific people that need those numbers to go up to bring fear. But at the same time, the people who actually have the disease versus the ones that don't, you're, it's, a, it's confusion. It's absolute confusion. And I haven't heard anyone tell me they had the flu or anything. Once they cough, once they have fever, once something happens, they're like, I have to go get checked out. And a lot of the times, if not most, they come back and say they have COVID. Let me tell you something, as you said, since COVID-19 came, every single sickness, disease, whatever, infection, name it, has took vacation. They, <laughs> it's true. Look, they all packed their bags, their luggage, and they went for a long time vacation. God knows when they're going to come back. Or they've been but, cured. Or they've been cured by miracle. So... <laughs> Because again, as you said, since COVID-19 came, have you ever heard that somebody died of a heart attack? No. They, if they have a heart attack, he died of COVID. Well, we did a COVID test and he had a COVID. So yeah, he died of COVID. Every single disease, 
sickness is gone, disappear from the planet Earth. When it's come to the point of, yes, doctors and nurses have taken oath, I can tell you 100%, if they have taken oath, they do not respect their oath. Unfortunately, yes, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint everybody who would think that nurses and doctors are taking, no, not all of them. Some of them would tell you, I did not sign up for this. And I have uh, seen some nurse who actually has, you know, quit their job because they say, we did not sign for this. This is not something. And I have seen a lot of some nurses that have came forward that have said the truth, but some of them have got fired. I have seen some of them actually that have sent their own friend to talk about it on YouTube, but they did not want to give their name because if they give their name, they would get fired. So I have seen some people actually come on YouTube and said, I'm here on behalf of my friend who is a nurse. Unfortunately, I cannot give her name because she risked to get fired. And this is what she's seen in her hospital or in where she works. Some people do not know this, but I heard that they were given 30 something thousand dollars, $39,000 for each patient that is declared dead by COVID-19. So of course, some hospital need, need the money. So yes, even if that's, again, that's where every sickness and disease took a vacation because they say, you do not exist. We need that money. So yeah, unfortunately, COVID-19 is the everything for the whole world. Now let's talk about the fines for parties. Could you believe it? In 2021, parties still exist. I thought that went extinct in 2019. But I'll give you some examples of what happened and what is what some countries are doing. I don't have all of them. But in England, you will be fined 800 euros if you have a house party. In Ottawa, you will be fined $1,000. And at least 15 people who attended a house party in Western Quebec have received $1,000 fines for each person. In Montreal, where we are, um, the police broke up a party of 83 people and they are facing fines up to $5,000. There was a large underground party broken up by police in Southeast Edmonton. So I get it, but at the same time, we know the law. And unless all y'all don't care, you're rich, everybody got the test to make sure they don't have COVID, y'all just wasting money. But I get it. People are going insane. They have to party. The party's where it's at. You can't live if you don't party. I'm being very sarcastic, but what do you think? Put it this way. You know, before, you know, every year some people go on vacation, you know, to the south, at least three or four times a year. And now they cannot go to, they can't go anymore vacation. So the thing is right now they say, okay, I cannot go on vacation. And I cannot party. 
So the money that I'm supposed to use to go on vacation for the for the south. No. Oh my word, no. Uh, Look, the, the okay. thing is, no matter what, you know, people will always break the law. Yes. That is, it, it's, as I said, it is impossible that you, everybody will follow the law. It is impossible. You can't. Which is actually good no, in some cases. Yes. No matter what you do. I mean, come on. We know that if you kill somebody, you'll go in prison and people still kill. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that COVID-19 is not going to stop people to not do what they want to do. True. The only thing is, if they used to go on vacation every year, four times a day, four times a year, now they have the money. They saving that money. So they're going to have a party and they say, even if you stop them, they're like, okay, yeah, here we go. Here's your $1,500. But this is different. This is different. The only reason I said it's different is because like the one um, in Montreal with 83 people, like I said, if all these 83 people are not sick, do not have any virus, you know, who's going to who's gonna be mad? But did they actually all go bring their papers saying, I do not have the virus, I can party with you? Or was it 83 people who just said, you know what, forget this, we're going to party, come to this place? The question is more like, yeah, there's a part of forget this, forget this who cares and there's also part of we know youngest people they have adrenaline and they know that the immune system is stronger because most of the people i'm i'm sorry unfortunately that died that died from covid 19 is people who have a more complication you know already health complication or that and all the older people they know the youngest people usually yeah, you probably get a lot of symptoms like here and there and you heal. As I get, I say again, usually you get, you heal from it. So these youngest people know that the statistic of a younger person really die from COVID-19, it's almost at almost zero. So even though they know that probably they might have it or some of their friends might have it, to them, they're young. So even if somebody have it, they... The, this sickness or this infect virus will still go away by itself. Their thing is like, right now, my thing is my insanity is the most, is the first priority because I rather really get sick and be healed than me going to commit suicide. I know we're not, they don't talk about that ma- that much, but there's a lot of some, people really that have committed suicide because of that i understand but i don't necessarily believe a party will cure it oh no of course but it just that it helps them to really as they say in french okay sorry mean that really have fun they just need they just want their life back because these people think that their life has been taken away from them. Their freedom has been taken away from them. And I remember one, somebody that I knew, she said, look, it is my life. I'm allowed to choose what I want to do with my life. Because her, her mother was sick and they wouldn't let her go and visit her mother. So she was saying, didn't I have a choice because it is my life? If I want to die, it is my choice. If you tell me, if I go here, I would die. So choose death 
or choose life. She's like, give me that choice. She should have that choice, but at the same time, she's doing it in their facility. I'm assuming it's an old folks home or a hospital. Mm -hmm. So doctors also pledged an oath to save uh-huh. lives, right? So they can refuse your choice if they know that you're coming into a place that is supposed to heal in order to possibly take your life. So again, yes, it's her choice. I I am totally with you on that. But they also have the right to refuse because that's what happened when the COVID started. They said, yes, we know there are a lot of people here. But if you have a loved one, they cannot come and visit you because of such and such and such. Now, obviously, they've made better measures. So they can refuse. Mm -hmm. The only way she can do what she wanted to do was to break into the hospital, which you can't do. No, she did not want to break to the hospital. No, 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 I know. But the thing is, she wanted, because her point of view is that they did not take any other measurement. They just decided we're going for the extreme. As she said, I wouldn't mind if they say you have to wear this, you have to wear that. You know, like somebody who's most of the time people are contagious. Okay, you have to wear this thing to cover yourself. She's like, at least that I will wear it. Her mother needs to see her because she's really alone. And she, the thing is that she said they did not even take the measurement. Like, okay, if you go into a place that is infected, you have to wear this kind of thing. And she said, even if they said I have to pay for the uniform or what everything, she's like, I will pay for it and I will wear it to go and see my mother. As they say, some people used to die without even, even the, what you call it, the loved one does not even know. There's measurements and things that were taken by the doctors or by the people themselves and they do not consult the family or anything. So all this thing, I think it make people like a little bit like, yeah, there's so many things that has been done behind the closing door without us even know what is going on. What the, the girl your friend is saying is 100% correct. You can put on the gown, the mask, the gloves and everything. But when this virus came into play, everybody panicked everybody panicked but that and was that's, the reason is for people to panic right and that's why they took extreme measures not saying it was good but they took extreme measures because they were trying to understand it first before they made assumptions so it's like you know in those movies when um uh, a virus comes out and the person who has it um has to be isolated and if you go in there you will die instantly like they take it mm. very extreme they kind of treated COVID that way. They were just like, we don't know what will happen. So no, nobody could see nobody who's close to it. And then after, obviously, when they learned what they learned, they're like, okay, yes, you can visit the person, such and such. But if sh- this situation happened to her, happened in the beginning of knowing COVID, that's why they took such extreme measures. We are human. Humans are made to be with each other. Humans are made to see each other. Because if we do isolate ourselves, and even before COVID-19, there was statistic that was saying that people that stay by themselves alone for a long time die faster than people. So you know that if the person stay by themselves longer, they will even die faster. That is true. But (laughs) they took the measures 
because they knew nothing. And then when they finally learned, they were like, ah, because the, the truth about um, people in hospitals being visited by their family, it's true. They hold on longer because they have constant communication. They see their family. They give them hope. They give them love. They give them energy. That is fact. That's why this was extremely hard on people who are in hospitals that no one could visit them. And it wasn't like it was a month. Like some people are in the hospitals for eight to almost 10 months alone because of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's true. And as you said, I'm going to say the last thing, they knew nothing in a bracket. Yeah, I agree with you with that. Yeah, <laughs> but I have no. But you have to say it how it is. Like you can't just. I know. I can't just be like, yeah, for sure, everything. I'm like, I know. From what, what we exactly. have been given, the information they knew nothing. Nothing exactly. Now we'll finish this with the news of Barbados is ending ties with the Queen. Um, the Barbados government they've made the decision to cut ties with the British monarchy and become a republic. The removal uh, is dated for November 2021, obviously, of this year. I would like to just list the countries that are still under the British monarchy, just so you know who's still there, because a lot of countries obviously are now republics. Antigua and Barbuda, Australia, Bahamas, Belize, Canada, obviously, Grenada, Jamaica, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, uh, Solomon Islands, Tuvalu, if I'm saying that correctly, not sure, and obviously the United Kingdom. What's the heavy breathing? Well, the thing is, I don't even understand why. Okay, people do not detest me. I this is it's my opinion. I do not like the queen. I'm so sorry for those who do love the queen. And the thing is, I don't even know for all these ages why these countries are so tied to the queen. For example. Canada, we all know that the queen is not even allowed to come here anymore. So why are we tied to her? If she's not even allowed to come in our country. Tradition. Right. If it's traditional, why can't she come then? <laughs> I was really happy when my country finally decided in 1957 to cut all tie with the queen. I was so happy. Um, I couldn't. I know I wasn't born yet, but I was so happy to the president doing back then, which is President Kwame Nkrumah. I was like, he couldn't done better for the country than cut all the ties from the queen. Since he cut the tie, the country has now have become one of is becoming one of the respectful country. Even it's Africa, but it's become one of the African respectful country and very stable country. We in the era of president, prime ministers and all that. Why do we need all these things? The queen, the queen of what? 
my thinking is it's not that I do or don't like the queen. She is who she is. I don't understand what she's doing for these countries. That's my concern. If she was helping the government... She's just make, a title. Basically. If she was helping the government better the countries, I would understand a tie because, you know, business helps the country prosper. But to me, I'm just like, like you said, it's a title. Like, I don't see what she's doing for these countries. And again, the, the example, like you said... My country has cut ties with the queen a while now, and they are prospering. They're living, helping their citizens, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just that, remember, the queen gets, no offense, free money from everybody who she's well, not tied doing to. Nothing. And I just don't understand it. I'm sure someone has a real like take on this and saying, well, this is the reason why. But I don't feel it's needed. Maybe it was needed a certain time for um, relationships between countries and everything like that. But because of governments in every country, I just don't see the need to be tied to her. I just feel like everyone could become a republic. Back in the day, it, it may have been needed, but I just, like you said, right now, I don't understand what the queen or the monarchy does for all these countries. Yeah, it's true. As you said, back in the day, yes. Because back in the day, president didn't exist. Prime minister didn't really exist. It was really kings and queens. So yes, back in the days, of course, every country, instead of president or instead of prime minister, needed a king and his queen to rule the country, to help the country. Right now, each country has their own, their own president and their own prime minister, and they're doing fine. Back to Barbados, I think that it helped Barbados to really make that final decision. I don't know if you heard that, but Meghan Markle and Prince Harry don't had um interview with Oprah Winfrey. I mean, the girl is nice. She's really, really nice because she tried all her best to not disrespect the queen. But you can see and you can read between the line that this girl has been through a lot with the royal family. But as I said, if you can read between the line, this girl has really went through. And again, those who did not heard about it, a member of the family did said the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, their child is too black. If you want to be a royal to represent all these countries, different countries, that it's black, you represent a black country, you represent a white country. Why are you racist? Barbados is like, okay, we are black people. And part of your family have married with a girl who's half black and half, you know, let's say mixed. And you think that their child is too black? then you do not need us, we are black. Then why do we need to continue to contribute to you if you do not like us? For me, I believe the queen and the monarchy should exist, but they should be the queen and the monarchy for the United Kingdom. Exactly. 
for the UK. I was going to say that, but yeah, they should be for the UK. That's where they, that's where the castle and everything is. So they should be the king or the queen or whatever, the royal family of United Kingdom. But you cannot be a royal family for the, all this country. You don't do nothing for them. Thank you for joining us on Free Talk. You can email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com. Until the next episode. Bye.